0: You're listening to the Bring the Light Podcast, episode number 22. I want to welcome you to the Bring the Light Podcast, where each of us have a light within us waiting to be shared with the world. Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. As we become more aware, the light becomes our ultimate guidance towards emotional, physical, and spiritual needs. Together, Let's take a journey and bring your light to the world. Hi everyone, it's Liz and I want to welcome you to this episode of Bring the Light podcast. Today I want to talk to you about courage for growth. How often do we give ourselves grace to grow? How often do we get frustrated because we can't figure something out? How often do we realize that if we would have known what we have known before, then we wouldn't have wasted so much time? Or another big one is, you thought something was right, but now you are embarrassed because now you look like a fool. Our lives are full of moments that can bring discouragement. Feeling of being ashamed, embarrassed, feel like we are getting beaten down. I've experienced many of these moments in my life and I've also seen it in my kids' lives and their friends. One of my kids' friends, he was running for student body officer at BYU. It was very close and everyone was so excited for him because he thought he was going to win. When it came down to it, he only lost by three votes. It was only those three votes. Another one of my kids' friends is he was chosen to be in a Hallmark Christmas movie. And he was so excited to be in it along with his family, but all of his friends were just cheering him on. They had a big party to be able to show the movie when it came on Hallmark. As they're sitting there watching it, the boy realized that he was cut out of the movie. He was no longer in the movie, and here he was with him and all of his friends at a get-together to watch him in the movie. Both of these moments are big, huge disappointments in someone's life and can cause a lot of embarrassment. One of my sons is very talented physically. He loves to do gymnastics and use his body to hike and run and just do a lot of physical activity he was a cheerleader in high school and he had a dream of wanting to be a cheerleader at byu when he applied to byu he was not able to get in so he was unable to then try out for the cheer team so he thought well I'll just go and try out someplace else when he got there to try out he was pretty confident that he would be able to make it And when the cuts came, he didn't make it. He was devastated. He felt like he was a failure. He felt embarrassed because he had told people what he was doing. Later on, I sent him a text and I told him, Heavenly Father doesn't work with people that want to just stand still. Thank you for having the courage to try out and continue to seek for your dreams. For him, it would have been great for him to be able to be on the college's cheerleading team. But this wasn't his path. But often it is easy to get wrapped up in those feelings and not realize that actually Heavenly Father has another path for us. But he wouldn't have realized this path if he wouldn't have had the courage to continue forward. So often we get set in the outcome and forget the progress we have made in the process. I feel Heavenly Father has a hard time teaching those who always want to be safe and not have courage to progress. If we are not willing to have courage to make the next step, even if it's not the right step, then will we ever grow into the person He wants us to become? How do we move forward when we have a thought or inspiration? First of all, don't get caught up on the idea, is this a thought from God or is it just my own thought? But really, we should be asking ourselves this question, is this something that can edify you or others? Is it going to be something that shares the light of Christ by helping and blessing others? If so, move forward. One of the things we struggle with the most is the courage to make the first step. So much judgment we put on ourselves and because of this we struggle to know what we should do. What if there wasn't a perfect step? What if either way gave us the same lesson in life but we just had a different experience? Sometimes God actually inspires us to do something and we are sailing along and then he wants us to change course. This is what happened to me one time. I created a technique called light touch therapy and I truly felt that it was divinely inspired. In light touch therapy, it's about the energy system that just runs through our body. We all have this energy system and when this energy system is working properly, we just feel like we are progressing forward and flowing through life. When it gets stuck, That's when we feel that we can't go on our thoughts. We can't think about thoughts. It's hard for us to know what the next step forward is, confusion, overwhelming feelings, and we just want to just sit there. So as I said, I was divinely inspired to create a technique to help people take them through this process of getting their energy systems moving forward so that they can create this life and make the choices, and just move forward. I had dreams and visions, thoughts, protocols, all sorts of stuff helping me to create this technique. After I learned so much from being the student, God inspired me to go and make the protocol of how to implement this. The basis of light represents the light of Christ. It is His light that heals. I came up with a protocol that I felt was very thought out. I felt it aligned with the purpose of the sacredness of healing. I thought of every piece and part to make sure that it was good. When I felt at peace, I went to Heavenly Father and asked Him if it was acceptable. I had the overwhelming feeling of yes, so I started to go forward and practice this with my clients. I was confident because I knew that this was something not from me, but from above. I noticed that when my thoughts were complacent and not fully invested in our Savior, then this flow stopped, and I had to be fully intent with my client and the light of the Savior. During this sacred moment with my client, I felt love, compassion, strength. And together a spiritual experience one day I started to have a heaviness in my heart about light touch therapy I felt that something was off I felt wrong using this on my clients thoughts going through my head of what is happening how could this be I was guided this whole way I had so many spiritual experiences did I allow something to disguise or to teach me Was all of this made up? Am I leading people astray? I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed more. I could not have a session with one of my clients until I figured this out. It seemed like I was getting no direction. A piece of me kind of felt broken, but I kept on praying. And one morning, I was lying in bed, conversing in prayer, and I told Heavenly Father, that I will not do light touch therapy until I get a clearer understanding of what light touch therapy is. As I sat there, he began to open my mind. I saw the love of Christ in a ball of light. This light represented the light of Christ. This ball of light rested upon my client. As I put my hands on the light that was lying upon my client, The light grew and it continued to grow until it filled the whole room. At this time, I realized something. Light Touch Therapy is activated by love. Christ's light is the power of healing, but with love it is expanded. We can be healed by His love alone, but it is His love and the love of others that enhance this healing. You have probably experienced this in your life. You have probably have felt that you are not alone, that Heavenly Father is there and you feel the love of Christ in your heart. But then someone comes along and gives you a hand. They share thoughtful words with you. They embrace you and tell you you are loved. Not only do we feel the love from our Heavenly Father, but we feel his love surround us by other people's actions. It wasn't that light touch therapy was bad. It has helped many people, but I needed to have a newer and better perspective of how it helps. Even though I put Christ at the center of it, I didn't quite grasp the way it worked and it was only through the love and the love of others. If I had not gone through this experience, then Christ would have continued to perform his healings. But I would not have had the deeper connection of his love and the love of my clients. God needed me to learn something, but then he needed me to learn more. He wanted me to have just a little experience of the mysteries of heaven, of love, that everything is done through love. He wanted to show me how healing really works. Because of this, this is so much more beautiful in me, in my, in my life, and in my clients. If I wouldn't have had this first experience of helping people on their healing journey and then been shown the new way, then I wouldn't have experienced something better. The adversary will relentlessly try to get you to feel that you are not good enough. You will never measure up. Everyone else is special but you. You will never be an influence. Do you really think you can make a difference? It is easier to not make a decision because then I don't have to be accountable. In the movie Zootopia, Judy is determined to make this world a better place. Her parents, on the other hand, want her to be safe, don't want to ruffle any feathers, and to draw attention because of their safety. Her dad made a comment that too too many of us follow. If you don't try anything new, you'll never fail. How many times in our life have we resorted to this exact same line? Why go forward? Because I don't want to fail. But on the contrast, Albert Einstein said, You'll never fail until you stop trying. So how do we give grace to ourselves so that we can grow? How do we build courage? And how can we continue forward no matter what the outcome is? By doing this over and over again, we show Heavenly Father that we have courage. So how do we build courage? We have to act upon these thoughts and move forward with courage. By doing this, not only will we show Heavenly Father that we have the courage, but we will be able to build self-confidence and the ability to create our lives. So I want to go over some ways that I have noticed while working with people that keeps us back from progressing. First of all, and I kind of talked about it before, is we get stuck if this is the right choice. Well, to combat that, Does this come from the true source? And how do we know if it's the true source? In Doctrine and Covenants 8 verse 2, it says, Yea, behold, I will tell you in your mind and in your heart by the Holy Ghost, which shall come upon you and which shall dwell in your heart. Your heart is going to be the biggest indicator of what God wants for you. Yes, I love it when he tells me in my heart the next step. But most of the time, he only brings peace, and I don't feel the doubt. No words, no visions, no inspiration, only peace with the absence of doubt. The next one is, does it align with your values? In Philippians 4, 8-9 in the New Testament, it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do and the God of peace shall be with you. So basically, if it is good, then that is a good thought. If it is something that is going to bring you closer to our Heavenly Father, then that is a good thought. If it is something that you are going to be serving others, bringing the light of Christ to others, then this is a good thought. So does it align with your values? Most definitely, if it is true, honest, just, Lovely, good report, praiseworthy. If it encompasses any of these things, then it does align with your values. If it doesn't, then you know that it is not for you and from God. Then last one is is it edifying yourself or others? DNC forty three sixteen it says ye are to be taught from on high. Sanctify yourselves and ye you shall be endowed with power. I love how Alma teaches us if something is good. In Alma thirty-two twenty-eight in the Book of Mormon, it says, Now we will compare the word unto a seed. Now if you give place that the seed may be planted in your heart, behold, if it be a true seed or a good seed, if you do not cast it out by your unbelief that you will resist the Spirit of the Lord, behold, it will begin to swell within your breast, And when you feel these swelling motions, you will begin to say within yourself, It must needs be that this is a good seed, or that the world is good, for it bringeth to enlarge my soul, yea, it bringeth to enlighten my understanding, yea, it bringeth to be delicious to me. We may not know the lessons God wants to teach us, and because of this, we cannot judge the path we are on. What if we decided today that a choice is not a right or wrong choice, but is an opportunity to learn something new, grow in ways we had never grown before, gives us the opportunity to know our savior even more. I often think of the story of the talents. Are we going to bury our talents and hide them and keep them safe? Or are we going to grow them, multiply them, share them? There is no way we can follow God's commandments to increase our talents if we choose to protect them. We need the courage to learn, fail, learn some more, and fail again because when we fail, we will never forget the lessons we had learned. So I ask you today to ask yourself, are you ready to have the courage to go forward? Do you have the courage to act upon promptings? and you have the courage to fail. You have been blessed with so many gifts and talents to share with the world, but you will not know what those gifts and talents are unless you try. So remember, you are important, you are needed, and you are loved. Thanks for listening to the Bring the Light podcast. Please like and share this podcast with those who want to make this world a beacon of light. Our search for light increases when we recognize when it shines in our lives. Remember, you hold the power within. It is your time to shine and make this world a brighter place.